Hello and thanks for joining and open your Bible to Exodus chapter 8. The last time we were together, we covered Exodus 7 and uh, and the Lord had uh, Aaron and Moses turn the water of the Nile into blood. Uh, now in uh, Exodus chapter 8, the title of today's lesson is Frogs Over the Land. Open your Bible to Exodus chapter 8. Let's read. Exodus 8. Then the Lord said to Moses, Go to Pharaoh and say to him, This is what the Lord says, Let my people go, so that they may worship me. If you refuse to let them go, I will plague your whole country with frogs. The Nile will teem with frogs. They will come up into your palace and your bedroom and onto your bed, into the houses of your officials and on your people, and into your ovens and kneading troughs, the frogs will go up on you and your people and all your officials. Then the Lord said to Moses, Tell Aaron, Stretch out your hand with your staff over the streams and canals and ponds, and make frogs come up on the land of Egypt. So Aaron stretched out his hand over the waters of Egypt, and the frogs came up and covered the land. But the magicians did the same things by their secret arts. They also made frogs come up on the land of Egypt. Pharaoh summoned Moses and Aaron and said, Pray to the Lord to take the frogs away from me and my people, and I will let your people go to offer sacrifices to the Lord. Moses said to Pharaoh, I leave to you the honor of setting the time for me to pray for you, and your officials and your people, that you and your houses may be rid of the frogs, except for those that remain in the Nile. Tomorrow, Pharaoh said. Moses replied, It will be as you say, so that you may know that there is no one like the Lord our God. The frogs will leave you and your houses, your officials and your people. They will remain only in the Nile. After Moses and Aaron left Pharaoh, Moses cried out to the Lord about the frogs he had brought on Pharaoh. And the Lord did what Moses asked. The frogs died in the houses, in the courtyards, and in the fields. They were piled into heaps, and the land reeked of them. But when Pharaoh saw that there was relief, he hardened his heart and would not listen to Moses and Aaron, just as the Lord had said. Then the Lord said to Moses, Tell Aaron, Stretch out your staff and strike the dust of the ground. And throughout the land of Egypt, the dust will become gnats. They did this. And when Aaron stretched out his hand with the staff and struck the dust of the ground, gnats came upon men and animals. All the dust throughout the land of Egypt became gnats. But when the magicians tried to produce gnats by their secret arts, they could not. And the gnats were on men and animals. The magician said to Pharaoh, this is the finger of God. But Pharaoh's heart was hard, and he would not listen, just as the Lord had said. Then the Lord said to Moses, Get up early in the morning, and confront Pharaoh as he goes to the water, and say to him, This is what the Lord says, Let my people go, so that they may worship me. If you do not let my people go, I will send swarms of flies on you and your officials, on your people, 
and into your houses. The houses of the Egyptians will be full of flies, and even the ground where they are. But on that day, I will deal differently with the land of Goshen where my people live. No swarms of flies will be there, so that you will know that I, the Lord, am in this land. I will make a distinction between my people and your people. This miraculous sign will occur tomorrow. And the Lord did this. Dense swarms of flies poured into Pharaoh's palace and into the houses of his officials. And throughout Egypt, the land was ruined by the flies. Then Pharaoh summoned Moses and Aaron and said, Go, sacrifice to your God here in the land. But Moses said, That would not be right. The sacrifices we offer the Lord our God would be detestable to the Egyptians. And if we offer sacrifices that are detestable in their eyes, will they not stone us? We must take a three-day journey into the desert to offer sacrifices to the Lord our God as he commands us. Pharaoh said, I will let you go to offer sacrifices to the Lord your God in the desert, but you must not go very far. Now, pray for me. Moses answered, As soon as I leave you, I will pray to the Lord, and tomorrow the flies will leave Pharaoh and his officials and his people. Only be sure that Pharaoh does not act deceitfully again by not letting the people go to offer sacrifices to the Lord. Then Moses left Pharaoh and prayed to the Lord. And the Lord did what Moses asked. The flies left Pharaoh and his officials and his people. Not a fly remained. But this time also, Pharaoh hardened his heart and would not let the people go. Now, the last time we were together, the Lord turned the Nile into blood, and now seven days have passed, and God is about to bring another plague. Uh, notice uh, verses 1 through 4 of chapter 8. Then the Lord said to Moses, Go to Pharaoh and say to him, Thus says the Lord, Let my people go, that they may serve me. But if you refuse to let them go, behold, I will smite your whole territory with frogs. And the Nile will swarm with frogs, which will come up and go into your house and into your bedroom and on your bed and into the houses of your servants and on your people and into your ovens and into your kneading bowls. So the frogs will come up on you and your people and all your servants. Then uh, now uh, the, the frogs are brought forth. We notice this in verses 5 through 7. Then the Lord said to Moses, Say to Aaron, Stretch out your hand with your staff over the rivers, over the streams, and over the pools, and make frogs come up on the land of Egypt. So Aaron stretched out his hand over the waters of Egypt, and the frogs came up and covered the land of Egypt. And the magicians did the same with their secret arts, making frogs come up on the land of Egypt. Uh, have you ever wondered why frogs? Uh, well, uh, not only are frogs annoying, you know, with their croaking and leaping, but God brought frogs up to mock the Egyptian goddess Huket. Now, uh, according to uh, EgyptianGods.org, Huket 
uh, H-E-Q-U-E-T, is uh, Egyptian goddess of life, creation, childbirth, and fertility. She often uh, was depicted as, uh, I mean, she was uh, depicted as a woman with the head of a frog or a frog at the end of a uh, phallus or simply just a frog. Now, uh, this is because frogs symbolize life and fertility to Egyptians because the annual inundation of the Nile brings forth fertility to the barren land and spawn millions of frogs. So we see why the Lord chose frogs to come uh, jumping up out of the Nile. Now, Pharaoh asked that the frogs be removed from the land. Uh, we're going to do a little bit of reading here. Look at verses 8 through 15. Uh, the Pharaoh called for Moses and Aaron and said, Entreat the Lord that he may remove the frogs from me and from my people, and I will let the people go that they may sacrifice to the Lord. Moses said to Pharaoh, The honor is yours to tell me. When shall I entreat for you and your servants and your people that the frogs be destroyed from you and your houses that they may be left only in the Nile? That's a question. Then he said, Tomorrow. So he said, may it be according to your word that you may know that there is no one like the Lord, our God. And the frogs will depart from you and your houses and your servants and your people. They will be left only in the Nile. Then Moses and Aaron went out from Pharaoh and Moses cried to the Lord concerning the frogs, which he had inflicted upon Pharaoh. And the Lord did according to the word of Moses and the frogs died out of the houses, the courts and the fields. So they piled them in heaps and the land became foul. Uh, but when Pharaoh saw that there was relief, he hardened his heart and did not listen to them as the Lord has said. Now, Pharaoh uh, did the old, you know, I swear routine where you promise God you won't do something again. But as soon as he as soon as he delivers you from your scare, you go right back to sinning. Uh, now it's time for another plague. Verses 16 through 19 uh, tell us that uh, then the Lord said to Moses, say to Aaron, stretch out your staff and strike the dust of the earth that it may become gnats through all the land of Egypt. And they did so. And Aaron stretched out his hand with his staff and struck the dust of the earth. And there were gnats on man and beast. All the dust of the earth became gnats through all the land of Egypt. And the magicians tried with their secret arts to bring forth gnats, but they could not. So there were gnats on man and beast. Then the magicians said to Pharaoh, this is the finger of God. But Pharaoh's heart was hardened and he did not listen to them as the Lord had said. Okay, now, uh, if you thought the frogs were annoying, now you have thousands of gnats landing on your food and on your body. Also, the magicians have run out of tricks as they cannot summon gnats as the Lord has. Now, the magicians thought that they were uh, going toe-to-toe -to -toe with the God of the Hebrews when they also turned the water into blood. They thought the same thing when they also uh, brought frogs forth. But now the jig is up, and uh, they thought they could do the same thing with the gnats, but they see that it is not so. Now, uh, now we get swarms of insects. Look at verses 20 through 24. It reads, now the Lord said to Moses, rise early in the morning and present yourself before Pharaoh as he comes out to the water and say to him, thus says the Lord, let my people go that they may serve me. 
If you will not let my people go, behold, I will send swarms of insects on you and your servants and on your people and into your houses. And the houses of the Egyptians shall be full of swarms of insects and also the ground on which they dwell. But on that day, I will set apart the land of Goshen, where my people are living, so that no swarms of insects will be there, in order that you may know that I, the Lord, am in the midst of the land. And I will put a division between my people and your people. Tomorrow, this sign shall occur. Uh, then the Lord said so. And there came great swarms of insects into the house of Pharaoh and the houses of his servants. And the land was laid waste because of the swarms of insects in all the land of Egypt. Okay. Uh, we see that the Lord is going to separate his people from the people of Pharaoh. Uh, now, to give you a clue, uh, modern-day Goshen is in Egypt uh, in the areas of Alexandria, Cairo, uh, and uh, I should say Cairo, and El uh, Mansura in the most northern part of Egypt in northeast Africa. Now, uh, the Lord is definitely doing this sign to show that he is the Lord. Not only is he uh, bringing up gnats and all other insects to affect people, but he is purposely making sure that uh, as only he can control that they do not uh, bother the uh, the Hebrews or their livestock. Now, Pharaoh tells Moses to go sacrifice in the land, but Moses reminds Pharaoh of something. Look at verses uh, 25 through 27. And Pharaoh called for Moses... And Aaron and said, Go, sacrifice to your God within the land. But Moses says, said, It is not right to do so, for we shall sacrifice to the Lord our God what is an abomination to the Egyptians. If we sacrifice what is an abomination to the Egyptians before their eyes, will they not then stone us? We must go a three day journey into the wilderness and sacrifice to the Lord our God as he commanded, as he commands us. Uh, now, uh, what did Moses mean uh, when he said uh, an abomination to the Egyptians? Turn back to Genesis chapter 43. Go back to the left to Genesis chapter 43. And let's, uh, let's illustrate this point. Genesis 43 verses 26 through 32. When Joseph came home, they brought into the house to him the present which was in their hand and bowed to the ground before him. Then he asked them about their welfare and said, Is your old father well of whom you spoke? Is he still alive? And they said, Your servant, our father, is well. He is still alive. And they bowed down in homage. As he lifted his eyes and saw his brother Benjamin, his mother's son, he said, Is this your youngest brother of whom you spoke to me? And he said, May God be gracious to you, my son. And Joseph hurried out, uh, for he was deeply stirred over his brother, and he saw the place to weep, and he entered his chamber and wept there. Then he washed his face and came out, and he controlled himself and said, Serve the meal. So they served him by himself. And them by themselves, them being Joseph's brothers, and the Egyptians who ate with him by themselves, because the Egyptians could not eat bread with the Hebrews, for that is loathsome to the Egyptians. Now, bringing it back to Exodus chapter 8, 
uh, that's why uh, Moses said that it would be an abomination to the Egyptians because when they sacrificed, they would be eating part of the meal and they didn't eat in front of the Egyptians. So uh, we see that uh, Joseph was in Egypt, Egypt when he ate with his brothers and everyone ate in their own sections. The point Moses is making here is after the Hebrew sacrifice, they, uh, they would eat and that would make the Egyptians angry. Now, Pharaoh again lies and says he will let the people go. Verses 28 through 32. Pharaoh said, I will let you go that you may sacrifice to the Lord your God in the wilderness. Only you shall not go very far. Make supplication for me. Then Moses said, Behold, I am going out from you, and I will make supplication to the Lord that the swarms of insects may depart from Pharaoh, from his servants and from his people tomorrow. Only do not let Pharaoh deal deceitfully again in not letting the people go to sacrifice to the Lord. So Moses went out from Pharaoh and said, I'm sorry, and made supplication to the Lord. And the Lord did as Moses asked, and he removed the swarms of insects from Pharaoh, from his service, and from his people. Not one remained. But Pharaoh hardened his heart this time also, and he did not let the people go. So it's very clear that uh, Pharaoh is just going to keep, you know, uh, breaking his promise. Every time the Lord takes a plague away from him, he's going to find some way to uh, go off of his word and uh, disrespect uh, the Lord and the Hebrews. All right. That brings us to the end of Exodus chapter eight. That's all for now. God bless.